podcast this is latavia here and my very best friend lewis has returned for another episode hi latavia thank you for having me again oh you are so welcome so welcome so today on this episode i thought we'd talk about current events so let's roll So, of course, one of the big stories this week is the ugly shooting that happened in Buffalo on Saturday. So, apparently, uh, this 18-year-old young man, I will not say his name to give him any more clout or any more, uh, you know, notoriety. But he decided to go to a supermarket and he targeted black people. Um, He started killing them. It was a a shooting spree for him. On top of that, he decided to recorded live on social media so that all his followers could watch it live yeah i thought that was crazy like you really wanted notoriety for killing people that's insane to me but it kind of hit home for me because i started thinking like well what if that was me in that situation what would i do yeah like we're in huge wheelchairs and we definitely stick out Yeah, we definitely do stick out like a sore thumb. And so it's like, where would you hide? Where would you go? You'd be target number one. Yeah, do we take off our seatbelts and just jump to the floor? Or what if our wheelchairs are kind of dead? We can't go anywhere. Yeah, and then you can't even jump to the floor because there's no way for us to get out. Like, I'm not trying to break a bone in the process. That's going to make it even more difficult for me to even try to get around. Like, you know, because our wheelchairs make it easier for us to get around so what am i supposed to do crawl that's even going to take me more time because it's it's a massive amount of energy to even do the smallest little thing so i'm going to be crawling on the floor and sweating profusely like no that's not a good combination either and online a lot of people said that they played dead how are we going to play dead in in our chairs not in our chairs while we on the floor you think on the floor but then what if you can't get out there's people in wheelchairs that can't get out that need people to help them. And then that brings up like another good point. In that situation, right, everybody is worried about getting out, making it out safely. So at that point, it becomes self-preservation. We're going to be the last ones thought about. Everybody's going to think about how can I get out safely? They're not going to think about let me help this person in a wheelchair, you know? Yeah, and that's understandable because at that point, everybody's thinking about themselves. Yeah, you have loved ones to get home to, family. You don't want to lose your life in that situation. So 
So it's kind of crazy. When I saw it on the news, I was so scared because this sort of thing happens all the time now. It's becoming a regular occurrence. So what do we have to do? Do we have to start going and casing the mall or the grocery store to find exits to get out? Devise a plan? Yeah, like do supermarkets have or malls? I know malls have multiple exits, but supermarkets? I don't think so. Do they even have a plan for this sort of thing? I don't even think they thought about it. I don't. I mean, you would think that with this happening more frequently now that they would have some type of strategy or protocol in place. Yeah, and I don't see anything. I don't see anything online. And then the other thing is, do we have to come up with it? Like, we have so much on our plate already. Like, living in my body is a daily struggle. And I'm sure living in your body is a daily struggle. So to have to think about that and to have to, like, plan everything out, that's just one more thing I really don't need on my plate. Yeah, like, we shouldn't have to make a run to the supermarket to get milk or groceries with fear in our mind thinking that at any point we could be in danger and get shot yeah i I just think it's super duper crazy and even when they do like the lockdowns in school where i work i'm always like where would i go i know you're supposed to lock the door close the shades but there's nowhere for me to hide Exactly. Um, I know the first priority would be to keep whatever student you're with safe, but how are you supposed to protect yourself in this situation? I don't know. My students even ask me that, and I'm like, don't worry about me. My first priority is you. I'm worried about you. So as long as you're safe, I'm okay. And they're like, but Miss L, it's you too. Like, you know, I'm worried about you too. And I'm like, nope, my first priority is you, so don't worry about me. But they're like, well, they never came up with a plan. I was like, nope, there is no plan. But there definitely needs to be a plan. It's scary. I'm afraid to, like, go outside and go to concerts which is something that I love to do by myself. I know when I was talking to my mom, she said, well, if I'm with you, I'll put you on my back and we'll get out that way, right? But I work, I have my own life, so I'm not with my mom all the time. Does that mean I have to take someone with me everywhere I go? I'm very much independent, so I like to do things on my own. I don't think that's fair either. Yeah, that would be uh, going backwards because as people with disabilities we strive to be as independent as possible right and so i just implore congress at this point to figure out something put your heads together that's what the whole point of a government is for put your heads together and figure out what we are supposed to do because in this situation we are a vulnerable population what are we supposed to do where are we supposed to go where are we supposed to hide Yep, um, people like the mayor, governor, president, anyone, uh, please come up with some type of protocol or strategy for us people with disabilities, because there's nothing. Yeah, and another thing, why do people need assault rifles? They were made to kill massive amount of people. Why do people need assault rifles? Why are they even on the street? Yeah, it makes no sense. Like, the only place that those assault rifles should be is war and military and stuff. Yeah. Not not in public streets. Yeah, definitely. Because the intent of all these people that are committing the mass shootings is to kill as many people as they want. So I get why they want an assault rifle, but we shouldn't allow them to have an assault rifle in their hand. It makes absolutely no sense. And then the other part of it is, okay, let's say we're in that situation, right? 
what if they shoot our wheelchair? At that point, we can't move anyway. People always say, well, your chair is faster, but our chair is not as fast as a bullet. Exactly. So, and then if the bullet pierces our chair or pierces anywhere, we're stuck. Yeah, especially if it hits our battery or something. Yeah. So, I'm thinking of wearing a Kevlar vest at this point. But how does that protect your wheelchair? Because you put the Kevlar vest on the back, and then you put the Kevlar vest on the front of you. Oh, that's quite a few Kevlar vests. <laughs> it may be, but hey, at this point, Congress isn't thinking of something, so I have to think of something to protect myself. Yeah, and with all the technology that's going on, I don't think uh, a bulletproof wheelchair is out of the realm of possibility. Definitely not. And actually, that is a great idea. Why didn't they come up with a bulletproof wheelchair? So someone listening, think of that too. I mean, you have to think of every scenario when it comes to dealing with people who are ably different because we just can't protect ourselves. So we need the able-bodied community to fight along with us to help us protect us and live independently. Now, I have one more question. Yeah, Lois, go ahead. So, what makes gun retailers, like, why don't they ask questions when they sell this amount of guns? Like, he had so much ammunition and guns. Yeah, I don't don't even know. Maybe it's because they're so focused on a sale. Or maybe it's because people are afraid to approach people today and try to ask questions and inquire because they're afraid of people's reaction. But we need more people to be proactive and advocate and speak up and speak out. Because there's no way in the world for me. You're 18, you're going in there, and you buy a massive amount of assault rifles. And I don't ask the question like, hey man, what do you need this for? Yeah, at some point there needs to be some type of protocol. I mean, I've never worked in a gun retailer shop before, but there has to be some type of protocol for the seller to start asking questions or even call authorities at that point saying, hey, this guy is buying an army load full of weapons. He's planning on doing something. Please come to my shop. That's actually a good point. I didn't even think about that. But also, too, what needs to happen is... Parents need to be a little bit more proactive, in my opinion. Like, when I was 18, there's no way in the world my mom would not have even known that I had an assault rifle. She would have been checking my room, looking at my social media, and looking at everything. So, I just, parents, be a little bit more proactive. It's not an invasion of privacy if you're looking through your kids' stuff. It can actually save lives. Yeah, definitely know what your kids are doing. Know what's on their mind have conversations with them and there's don't be afraid to check out their rooms and like Latavia said there's no invasion of privacy it's the fact of keeping your kid and everyone else safe yeah check their social media what are they doing on social media kids believe it or not even though they say like I'm big now and I don't need you to check up on me I'm a big girl I'm a big boy they still want parents guided you know like they're teenagers yeah and they're feeling themselves a little bit you know like I'm finally grown but 
Believe it or not, they still want parents' guidance. They still want parents to be concerned about them. And it would actually help us out tremendously because if you can stop it before it even happens, then we wouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah, we wouldn't necessarily have to have these type of conversations. And it's just the the world these days is a very dangerous place everywhere. Yeah. And these are definitely like, I guess you could say deep, dark things we think about, you know, when we're all together. Like the ably different community thinks about all this different stuff and we actually have conversations about it. And so this is just our thoughts and our perspective on it. And before we close out the episode, we would just like to send our thoughts, our prayers, our condolences to all the people of Buffalo. Our hearts and our prayers and our thoughts are with you. So today, instead of ending with a quote of the episode, like I always like to do, I decided to end with a poem, and it's called, Where Can I Hide? And I'm going to have my mom read the poem, you guys, because I wrote it on a piece of paper, and I can't hold the piece of paper and read it at the same time. So here we go. Where can I hide when a person in tactical gear comes in a store? I can't bear, nor do I dare, think about what would happen to me. Where can I hide when a person comes in a church and just starts to shoot? My mind may be thinking, run like hell, but my body is saying, not today. You know I'm rigid. You know I'm tight. Me trying to run like hell, you know that just ain't right. So you tell me, where can I hide? Where can I hide when I'm dealing with a body that's just so tight I wouldn't be able to make it to an exit in time? And keep in mind, I can't lock a door or hide in a bathroom. That takes time. So I ask myself, where can I go? Where do I run? Where do I hide? I can't hide under things because there's no way I can hide this big monstrosity that tags along with me. Yes, I'm talking about my wheelchair. So I ask myself, Where can I hide when my chair sticks out like a sore thumb? Where can I hide? There's nowhere to go, nowhere to hide. I cannot run. I'm in fear for my life. Oh, dear Lord, please help me, please. I'm not at ease to know that I could get shot or killed. Where can I hide? I would need someone to help me hide because will they think quick to pick me up out of my chair or will they just run by while I sit and cry? Where can I hide? I'm a person living in a wheelchair, and I need to ask Congress to do their job to protect all people, especially people who are unable to protect themselves. I need you to protect me when I'm out and about, because at the end of the day, where can I hide? Thank you, Mom, for reading that for me. Everybody give her a round of applause. So that's all we have for you today, folks. Thank you again for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you so much for sharing. Please continue to share, subscribe, and please continue to run it up, run it up, run it up. Thank you guys so, so much. And if you have any questions for me or anything you would like to share, 
You can leave it in the comments below or send an email to queensontheroad.podcast at gmail.com. Again, it is queensontheroad.podcast at gmail.com. And also, let me know what topics you guys would like to hear. All right, so we are rolling out. Subscribe, like, and share. Smash that like button.